You're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels, love each other, and wreck great fanfic to you at the end. I'm Melody Carlisle, and I've got huge news. Okay, so since I've been putting together the Kickstarters for Bonkers Romance, I've discovered my love for designing and sourcing bookish merch. So I started a Heaving Bosoms Etsy shop. For the past few months, I've been putting together a St. Vincent Would Always themed care package for everyone at the self-care boner Patreon level and up. Those are actually going to be sent out later this week, but I figured everyone else might want to treat themselves as well. So I've put all the goodies up on Etsy, both as a care package and individually. All patrons get a discount forever, so make sure you check out Patreon today for your discount code. There's a custom-scented St. Vincent and Evie Marriage of Convenience candle, a book sleeve that I am utterly in love with, stickers, an enamel pin, and more is in the works. If you've been hankering for a specific item, please let me know. I love the design and production process, so I'm really excited to make more fun merch available to you. Now, we've got part two of my recap of Spoiler Alert by Olivia Dade with Tanya. When we left off, Marcus and April had just done a giant makeout against an old man's fence, and he told them to take it somewhere else. So they're off to her house, and it might be on, TM. Enjoy. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So they go back to her house, and by the time they get back there, she's very unsure of herself again. And she's like, my house is tiny. I've got basically a bungalow, and he's a big-time movie star. And, like, you know, my body is still my body, and he seems into it, but, like, anything could happen. And so she's really awkward with him, and to sort of, like, fill the silence, she's like, "Do do you want anything to eat? Like, I have some leftover pizza, I have some leftover fried rice. And he immediately is like, okay, Marcus, it's game time. You have to navigate this in a very graceful, kind, honest way without telling her that you know inside scoopness because you're Bon. Yes. So he says, hey, he like he like goes up and hugs her from behind. Always a good call when you're going to say something, something tricksy. (laughs) Physical contact. That is a pro tip. Just slide those hands around the waist. Mm. Just maybe nestle into some shoulder blades, the back of them, and then be like, hey, buddy, I've got something to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. And so he says, hey, my body's a tool. That's all it is. I have to keep it a certain way for my job, Um, Mm -hmm. which means that after the donuts this morning, I'm not going to eat anything else today except for like lean protein and veggies. And she breaks out of his arms and she crosses the the kitchen. And and so he's like, he's like, but, you know, he's like, hear me out silently. And he's like, but that has no bearing on anybody in my vicinity. What I eat has nothing to do with what you eat. Are you hungry? Have some fried rice. Have some pizza. Let's do I'll sit at the table with you. But I need you to know that. In the same way as my eating has nothing to do with you, your eating has nothing to do with me. And like, yep, that was so perfect. And so she like, she's sort of, she's like looking him up and down, being like, "Are you sure? Is that, what's going on over there?" Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of you, Mel Bell. You mm-hmm. were a very polite vegetarian when you were mm-hmm. a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. You were very polite. You never made yeah. it anybody else's problem. Nope. Nope. And I don't do it about dairy now either. <laughs> so, all right. Um, it won't keep me from apparently gloating on a podcast, which is a weird move, but it's fine. <laughs> no, so- that comes with not eating dairy. It's instinctive. <laughs> it's one of the things that happen when you don't eat dairy. You have to say it. And you have to be a little bit smug about it. Just a little bit. 
Like not enough to be a, to be like labeled a bitch, just enough so that everybody knows. Uh, if you yeah. ever pick up bike riding, we are fucked. It's, it's true. It's really true. That'll be too much. So she sidles up to him and she he says, are you hungry? And she says, not for food. But if you keep talking, I could be persuaded about other things. Ma'am. Yeah. Wow. It's time. It's time. Yeah, and it's on TM. They do go to that bedroom. They have some sex that is just fucking glorious. Like, mm-hmm. like she leaves the lights on purposefully. Like she's she's really being like, here's the test, and here's the test, and here's the test, and here's the test. And he's like, I don't see a test. I see a gorgeous fucking body. Yeah, and the first time is him just. Oops, I just hit my microphone. Is just him fingering her in yeah. the leggings like he's doing yeah. the thing oh i forgot i think that inspires a cramp i think that inspires a hand cramp but like oh yeah <laughs> on his on his end yeah she's fine yeah yeah she's- yeah yeah because he does the thing where they're like pressed up against each other and he goes into her leggings and he goes and then like like two fingers fingers in, hooked in thumb on thumb the clit, on the clit. that's mm-hmm. that's an angle that is tough that's rough that's hard thank goodness he works out yeah it's good, all this no because like the sword fighting does increase the strength in your forearms and wrists. And wrists. I'm sure he's very de- dex- dexterous. Absolutely. He's so dexterous and strong. Okay, that is the word. Yes. yes. So he's got good flexibility there. I have the so, wrists of a person that spends all their time on, on a phone. Definitely. I, mine are weak. Yeah. 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 I have a I have the wrists of a person who tries to do five push-ups and the next day um can't pick anything up. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yes. And then he literally says, and this is super dreamy hot, uh, because, again, when we talk about, oh, this is like a wish fulfillment, insert self-insert fic. I'm like, sure, whatever. That's not important. No. Again, the unrealistic moments for me that I love are the moments like this, where he realizes maybe I should figure out if she's clitoral or vaginal yeah, or a combination of the both yeah. in terms of orgasm. And he says... Do you like something inside you when you come? Something to clench around, or is the clit alone better? Everyone, take note. Wow, these are important questions. Um, these that is PhD level fuck partner. Okay, that is that is sex communication at its finest. Oh my god! And she says yeah. both. That's what I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's great stuff. Holy shit. <laughs> So then he goes from fingering her into oblivion to going down on her in the bedroom after like, after just like, after, oh, after just nuzzling her entire body. It's Mm -hmm. so hot and it's so sweet and it's so good. And she goes to like reach down to touch his cock and he bats her away and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm not, I, you can't, I'm, I, I have to last for you. Like I have to come inside (laughs) you. I can't do this. It's so great. Okay. So now Mm -hmm. basically they're together. Um, there was a moment where she, uh, something about exclusivity. What is it? How do they become exclusive? What prompts that? Okay. So hold on. I'm trying to find it because in between there is his fake Sharknado, Sharknado movie I know, called Sharkfoon. Uh, Sharkfoon is, we can't, I know. Guy, everybody just read the book the for, president. The, for the interstitials. A, a shark eats the president. Okay. Oh so hold on. <laughs> Oh, okay. So no, the next thing that happens is that she's like, okay, my fic is going to have to be about book version of this character, not TV (gasps) version. Yes. Because I can't be writing about you fucking even other fictional people. Right. Now that we're dating. And then all of her sphincters clench. And she says, not that we're exclusive or anything. And before she can get the sentence completely out, he says, I want to be exclusive, just to be clear. And yes. she's like, oh, yes. oh, okay, we're exclusive now. And it's so cute and hot and the just wonderful. Um, okay, we got to speed this up. Because right. he wants to make sure. No, this is your fault. I said, let's do be tight. I know. And I then just, we were not. I just have to, I have to pick up Xiaomei in, in a little while, 20 minutes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, all right, you know what? Here we go. So right. he establishes that she wants him, not the character. Yeah, I think that's kind of super important. It's very important. Right? And she's like, you're a fucking amazing, amazing actor. Yeah. Like the version of Lavinia that I love 
it, it was really hard for me from book to film because mm-hmm. Lavinia is supposed to be ugly. Yep. Um, remember, this is based on Brienne of Tarth, right? Yep. The idea that Brienne of Tarth was supposed to be ugly. Um, and you cast this beautiful woman to play her. They right. did. Yeah. Cast just like they did in Game of Thrones. Um, even though they kept saying she was ugly, I yeah, can't handle that. that. What the fuck? Um, so, yeah, because she's gorgeous. So point being that, you know, she didn't she really appreciated what was bought to the character the same way that he bought a different thing to Aeneas. So book Aeneas is different from the portrayal of him. Yeah. She's like, I want to know you, not the character. I want to know your story. I know that story. Well, and I want to know everything about you. Yeah. She says flat out that she probably would have left like the the Lavinius pairing, except that yes. it was his emotional depth that kept her there when Lavinia was not what she needed her to be anymore. Yeah. Like that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And like yeah. she does that constantly and he cannot handle it. She's like, you're so talented and you're so smart and like you're so blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, oh, like he can't he can't internalize it yet. So, OK, OK, I'm going to sum up a bunch of they stuff. They basically then. start living together. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. He's always there. Their friend groups are integrating oh. her work friends who are also into cosplay and folk music and all sorts of their shit. Alex is there hanging out, complaining about his handler that he's definitely not already madly in love with. Mm-hmm. And hates her. Marcus. No, he hates her guts. God. And then um, Marcus and him are talking about this stuff. But literally, he also hasn't picked a next script to do. That's yep. a big thing. The group <gasps> chat is still going off because someone's been leaking shit to the press about the final yeah. season, which all of them hate except for the asshole actor. Yep. So all of this is sort of happening at once and the con is coming up. Your brain is the so con hot. is coming up. Yes. Alex has started writing fanfic just for fucking fun where Cupid, his character, gets pegged constantly. All the time. Um, I assume book two is going to have pegging. I can't wait. I love um, it. He's now betaing. They're baiting. The guys are baiting for each other with um, Marcus's new fake name under the fandom, so that Her, he can still beta stuff and post stuff. His new fake name is Aeneas loves Lavinia. I will yes. have you know. That's everyone. right, because Aeneas does love Lavinia. Okay, so, so then her mom calls. That chapter. Keep going. Here we go. Her mom calls. Her mom's like, "Am birthday dinner," and she's like, "Fuck! Oh, I have shit. no reason to say no." So he. So then, after this horrifying call with her mom, he is like, "Like, what do you need right now?" And she walks into her room. She turns on the harshest lighting she possibly can. She strips down to nothing, and she says. I need you to fuck me like you like like you love my body question mark was it something like that or was mm-hmm. it just like fuck me in the light with the lights on and I want you to look at me the whole time can you do yes. that and he's like and he's yeah that sounds like a goddamn field trip I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> he's like spoil me with a trip to fuck town okay yeah, I don't know how this but is a thing for like, you yeah, yeah and he's like but after we go to fuck town can we go to make loveville Oh, my God. And we can keep the lights on for that, too. And yes. she's like, <laughs> God, oh, my perfect God. Perfect boyfriend is perfect. perfect. Perfect boyfriend is perfect. So then they go to yeah. her parents' house, and she's obviously very anxious. And all he knows about her family at this point is that she's estranged from her dad and that her dad's a bit of a dick. And so she, he's like, you know what I can do? You know what I'm great at? Distraction. So my job today is to keep her dad away from her. And, you know, I can be the well-groomed golden retriever. That's fine. But unfortunately, she wants to have a really important conversation with her mom. And he doesn't know how saccharine, sweetly toxic her mom is to her. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I was envisioning a day where my parents saw a man who was madly in love with me the fat girl, and, like, I don't need to change because of his external bullshit. Like, that's what they'll understand. And instead, she's, like, he's across the room and he's nowhere near me. And he's just talking to my dad. Talking to dad. Like, dad's a good guy and just hanging out dad. Yeah, and, like, and and sharing workout tips and then not freaking out when the dad says the workout tips really loud for no particular reason reason yeah can you hear that across the house fuck and it's terrible so she finally is like mom i need to talk to you yeah privately and she 
just lays it out for her mom. Yes. We find out about this time that the thing was that her mom gained some weight when she got married and the dad freaked out. So the mom lost the weight by hook or by crook Mm -hmm. and so has become you know this person and that sort of it's all this thing that her mother believes that if she doesn't stay thin that she will lose her spouse and her partner and her life so that's where all of this she's not wrong everyone she's not wrong No, he would absolutely leave her because he's a piece of shit so she finally is like listen i'm not pretending anymore i'm not gonna see him he's done he's out of my life yeah you can stay in my life if but you can never talk about my body or how I look again. Yes. And when you do, I'm done. I'm shutting it down. I'm walking it away. That is it. You call me, you mention anything about that. I hang up the phone. You have to make the decision to be my mother oh without my doing that. The moment when she said, mom, you need to make the decision to not hurt me because now you know mm-hmm. it hurts me. Like, yeah. I was not okay during this scene. Um no. And it's it's so rough, but again, it's so kind, and it's just matter of fact. She's like, not my body, not my clothes, not my health. You, those three things are off limits to you. And the yep. moment you you do it, it's done. We're not doing this anymore. So, um, the and then she's like, in. "Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> the boys come in, and poor poor Marcus is very confused. And so finally, in the car, she asks him to pull over, and she's like. You weren't there for me today. Period. Yeah, and you didn't realize. I didn't tell you. Yeah, I didn't tell you. That's on me. Mm-hmm. But I, I needed my boyfriend. Yeah, not the German Shepherd. Yep. And you know, by the way, we've mentioned like fourteen dogs. It's fine. Um, it all, it all works. And and you were you were the pug instead of the boyfriend. Yeah, for sure. And so he's like, um, you said. And this is progress for her, y'all. Yes. She didn't go home and like assume the worst for three days. Yep. This is her saying, I didn't tell you this. I should have told you this, but this right. is how it made me feel. And then he gets to be like, I thought I was trying to do you a solid. Yeah. I thought I was being the wall between the, your, your, uh, your toxic your dad, and dad and you. And yes. and she's and he's like, I, I saw you with your mom and she was so affectionate. And so I thought she was a safe place. And she is like she is affectionate like that's that's true but it's not she's it does not manifest in good healthy ways good intentions doesn't change the way it makes you feel. no not at all and that's that's a very important aspect of that relationship yeah and so he says at some point in this conversation he says um i didn't realize that was the crux of your estrangement from your father I knew it was an issue with some of your dates, but not with him. And she's like, and then, oh, perfect boyfriend is perfect. But then she's like, wait a, wait a second. second. We haven't talked about this. I purposefully did and not talk to you about this. How do you know that? Uh-huh. And she's like, Marcus, how did you know that I have been fat shamed in romantic relationships before? Can I? And he oh. is like. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So he's pulling Uh-oh. out, Uh-oh. right? He's pulling no, out, he's... about to get on the highway. And she asks yes. him, and he stops the car. He had gone to the furthest um, part of the parking lot. And can I tell you how viscerally I heard the sound my 1992 Geo Metro made when I reversed really quickly somewhere as this scene was happening? Oh, my God. This was a sensory memory for me. And it was powerful. (laughs) As a person who still drives a 1999 Camry Helping. Again, the car so old, it mourned with us on September 11th. (laughs) It's true. I feel this. I feel this in my soul. Oh, my Um, God. And he finally just goes, he says it. He doesn't, (sighs) he has trapped himself. He doesn't have anywhere to go. And she says, I'm book Aeneas would never. Bum, bum, bum. Fucking chapter oh. end. Fucking chapter end, Olivia Day. Chapter end. Holy yes. ball sack, dude. Whew. So then we and come back. We come back in her POV, and it's a breakup time. Pissed. Oh boy. Yeah. She is pissed. Like she is enraged. She goes, What the fuck? And he's like, I would have given everything to let you know. And she's like, What are you talking about? You could have told me. Yeah. And 
she's like, oh, so you've known since our first fucking date. Yeah. And, and he's like, mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. so he's like, you know, first it was career. But then she's like, but so that means you don't trust me. Still to this day, you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been says, months. Months. And he says, yeah. that's absolutely not true. The only thing I trust basically is you. And she's like, then I don't understand. And he says, I didn't trust my ability to make the words that would be able to tell you this information and have you not leave me. I was scared. I'm in love with you, and I thought you would leave me. Yep, that's it. He was just terrified that she would leave. And Man, do I feel this. And she... And she does believe him. She does. She does believe him. Like he, she hears it and she's like, no, that's the truth. Right. Yeah. But, but it was still this late. horrible violation because the person online that she thought was her friend hurt her so badly mm-hmm. by like cutting her off. Like and it was her best friend it. and he just cut her off. And you did that because you were scared. Right. So you did this horrible thing to me because you were scared. And yeah, you hurt me. You lied to me and you violated my privacy because of your fear. Yep. And, and she's like, and I can't earlier in the you. book, earlier in the book, listener, Olivia Dade has had this hero look her dead in the fucking face and say, I'm I'm not an Aeneas-like hero. Like, he basically says, I'm not as brave as Aeneas. And she's like, of course that's okay. You're human. You're not a demigod. I get it. But now, not okay. He needed to be brave in that moment. not okay. Yikes. So they break up hard. He goes back moping. And she is already obligated to, like, moderate a panel at the con. They're supposed to debut their relationship. (gasps) It's a gimmick where she has been asked... To, mo- to moderate a conversation with the woman who plays Lavinia because it's this thing where, you know, the cosplay one who became yeah. famous and started dating someone in the show is going to do. I mean, it's totally something they would do. This Absolutely. Is, this is classic, right? Amazing. This is classic concept. Yeah. So, but she has to do that. She's in the cosplay contest because that was a big thing for her mm-hmm. was creating this costume that she's been working on. Um and he's obviously going to be there for his job. And now it's a whole thing that because they've broken up. So now and it's really here. sad. It is yes. really sad. So, so now we're here. Yes. So um, the everything keeps going on the group chat. Everything's good. And then they're still in this awful place. But it's less than a week. At the point that they get, they break up. It's less than a week. Yeah. Until yeah. the con. And she's like, no, I'm still going. This is my life. Mm-hmm. And now... Alex and Marcus are in the hotel room sharing together. a room. I think sharing HBO would, you know, they would, <laughs> they would pony up for each the separate like, rooms. Yeah, but I love they're, 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 it. But I love now it. Peacock wouldn't. Peacock would cram six to a room. Correct. Peacock would be like, it's going to be fun. It's a dormer. Mm-hmm. Um, but HBO money is different money. Yeah. So, yes. um, so Alex gets this fucking fucked up email from the showrunners that. Um, CC's his like handler who he's been spending a ton of time with has been complaining about the whole time but he the showrunner says incredibly awful things because a fan insulted the way she looked and and he clapped back at the fan being like you don't get to talk to her like that I don't care who you are I don't care who she is like that's not okay and she tried to be like no it's fine I get this all the time and then the showrunner sends him an email that's like inappropriate behavior with fans you can never do mean things to a fan no matter what. And then he's like, yeah, and also mm-hmm. tell Lauren to, like, put a bag over it or something because, God, she's creating so much conflict with her ugliness. Yeah, stop letting her face get you into trouble. <gasps> Although that doesn't fix the rest of her, right? Oh, and Alex? Laugh emoji, laugh emoji. Goes nuclear. Boy, does he go nuclear. Yes. He is like, and he does the nuclear thing that... um. I tend to do when I'm actually, yeah, which is it goes very silent uh-huh. and very quiet while it plots the best way to destroy your entire life. Absolutely. So and like, yeah, if it also is self-destructive, that's fine. More the better. Yeah. More the fucking better. <laughs> so what does he do? But they get and like and and the funniest part is that Marcus knows Marcus is like this is bad. Yeah, this, this is, is really real, bad. real bad. 
So he goes ahead. Yeah, it's his panel. Like the big panel in Hall H, right? So they're like, we know you can't tell us anything about the last season coming up, but you know, could you tell us Mm -hmm. anything? And Alex is like, what a great question. Thank you so much for taking it. He basically turns into that Elise, that funny Elise lady. Thank you so much. What a great question. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Elise Elise Myers. Myers. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for asking what a great question. If you don't know who Elise Myers is, Google Mm -hmm. Elise 100 Tacos and then have Mm -hmm. your life changed. My villain origin story would be if the 100 Tacos story is not real. So just want to fair enough. That would be. Yeah. So Alex is like, thank you so much. What a great question. Um, I would not be able to tell you these secrets because, you know, secrets. But um, I certainly do write fanfic and you should probably all look it up. And it's um, Cupid and he gives the name and he's like, and my feelings on things about the show are pretty freaking clear. And it's like a bomb goes off in the fandom. Well, because he goes to imagine if you he goes to leave the stage and then he comes back and he's like, also, my character gets pegged all the time. Delightfully pegged. (laughs) Loves it. Pegged. (laughs) It is so about the peg. I love it. I love it. Which tracks. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, brats get pegged. That's right. That's what I learned in fanfic. That's correct. Brats get pegged. Uh-huh. So, point being that Alex has blown up his whole career. He knows it. Marcus knows it. The internet knows it. Everybody fucking knows it. This is a bad, bad day for Alex. And Marcus is like, okay, buddy, why don't you call your lawyer? And he's like, mm-hmm, I'm gonna go call him. <laughs> it's just everybody knows. Um, and who also knows is his clear love of his life, who's in the front row doing all of this, just like, ah, yeah, can't stop the train. Don't do this on can't my account as well. Oh, so I can't again, can't wait to read that book. Same. Meanwhile, our girl has heard about it because it's been like peace and carrots, peace and parrots all over the con. So yes. she's walking through the con hearing all of this. So she texts Marcus and she's like, okay, he didn't block my number. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, I heard what Alex did, and um, I'm really sad about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Send him my best, you okay, know? Yeah. And so she's, and he's like, thanks. I will tell him, you know? And she's just sort of reaching out tentatively. Yeah. Am I still welcome? Am I not? It's like this real weird thing, but he doesn't answer her for the rest of the night. Meanwhile, she does a search because now she knows that Alex writes under this name. Yeah, for sure. And when she does that, she also figures out who his beta is. And she Uh figures out that is that is Marcus's new name for Fick. That's his new author. Oh boy. And she goes onto his Fick and she reads it. And she turns out that all of his stuff is absolutely swoony now. The guy who was Misery Ahoy is writing the most swoony, amazing, love, 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 love fic in the history of the world. Oh, my God. And she's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a whole thing. This is a whole thing. And I did not see it correctly. No, it's his whole heart. Oh. It's his whole heart. Yes. And it, at one point, he's like thinking about this. And she says, you know, what he got out of writing and writing stories about Aeneas in particular, especially given the risk his employment with everyone found out. Mm. What the Lavinia's community, the community he'd left behind for her sake, of course, mm-hmm. for her sake, it meant to him. And it's like... That's she's starting to really understand his perspective in all of this instead of just looking at it through her own lens. Yeah. And the the sacrifice and, that he made, because it was, he stopped even going on there really because he didn't yeah. want to infringe on her privacy anymore. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So that is an absolute, like, just revelation for her in terms of her emotional growth with this. Yeah. Meanwhile, She's fine. She's looking at how bad Alex's life is. Um, and Lauren gets fired. Lauren is his handler. Oh. And yeah. So that's that. Now it's the next day. Okay. And she, um, oh, no, wait. That same night, 
as she's realizing all these things about Marcus, she also looks up the pieces that his parents wrote. <gasps> oh, boy. Yeah. And Yikes. she sees all of those. And she says, it was like seeing Marcus through a funhouse mirror, his image distorted and unsettling. Oh, And it's the way that his parents talk about his work in him. And it was just a whole mess. And so it's abuse. Abuse. And so when he said to her, I was scared, I was terrified you'd leave. Yes. Right. And I was scared I couldn't come up with the right words that would express to you in a way that you understood enough that you wouldn't leave me. Like he, it was, it was himself he couldn't trust. Yes. Ah. So the next, she gets this text and she realized the next day that all of her friends from the server who are at the con are planning to come to her cosplay event. (gasps) So She's just like, she's thinking about this idea that it's it's this, that she has this community now, right? Yeah. She's not hiding from anybody and she has these people who are going to support her and she can support them. And she's, you know, and she's like, it, this whole thing has absolutely coalesced into all the pieces of her life sort of fitting together. Yeah. Except, of course, for this little piece with Marcus. So the next morning, it's the cosplay day. Which he morning. hasn't seen the costume. She wouldn't let him see the costume. So she goes and he makes a big joke out of buying an Aeneas mask at the con. Right. And everybody's like, ha ha ha. He's buying his own mask, whatever, whatever. And he puts the mask on so he can go spy on her cosplay. So he can watch her. It's it's the cutest stalking of your ex you've ever dated. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he's being really honest about it, too, in a very sneaky way. So he goes to this and her outfit is like originally like Lavinius, right? But when it's her turn to show off her outfit, he's like, oh, no, it's really nice, but it's sort of the same. It's a more polished version of the same costume she posted that started this whole thing. Yes. But then she does this sort of turn (gasps) and starts, you know, unhooking. It's like a reveal on RuPaul. Yes. And it is (gasps) an Aeneas costume underneath (gasps) because she has merged the two characters and they are one character in the way that she's designed the outfit. And it's so amazing. Oh my God. And it's so, so lovely. And he's watching this. And this is all from his POV. Oh, my God. Despite the vulnerabilities he now only understood, she was revealing herself to the world and daring it to judge her body, her passion, her accomplishments, her life. And she was doing it with a community of people supporting her because she'd allowed them to know her, truly know her. It was a triumph. Oh, I'm (laughs) crying again. Because he loves her. He loves her so much. Yeah. So he feels that courage from her. And he takes that and he writes an email to his parents. <gasps> and he is just like, he tells them everything about how he feels. And he's like, I love you both, mm-hmm. but I'm really proud of what I've been able to accomplish and how hard I work and yeah. what I've done despite my dyslexia. And if you can't feel the same, that's fine, but I can't live with your disapproval anymore. Yeah. And so you're either going to accept me as I am or maybe you need to rethink the way you define love. Oh, wow. And he sends it. Good. And then he calls a reporter. He calls a reporter, a reporter that was mentioned earlier in the book, who follows the show and reports on the show. And he's like, I have a few misconceptions I want to correct. Would you like an exclusive interview? <gasps> and she's like, it's about damn time. Let's I go. would. I would for sure. Yes. So now <laughs> he's going to show all of himself to the world. He's going to show all of himself because she made her bravery makes him brave. I can't. It's too much. It's too cute. I love everything about it for oh my God. So then they're at another panel, right? Yeah. Marcus is at a panel and Marcus gets a question. Okay. From the moderator, can you talk a little bit about the arc of your character over the course of the season? And literally, he's like, okay, this is my chance. This is my chance. I know what I would have said when I was in full, um, what's the next dog we can pick, in full Labrador mode. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But this is my chance to be brave. And he gives the most thoughtful, considered, processy answer about the way this character has evolved and what it means 
and how this last, you know, this last question is going to go. And he just, he's like, I can't tell you how that'll play out over the final season, obviously, but that's how I feel. And wow. literally the moderator's like, um, <gasps> thank you. Yeah. I, Are you a pod that. person? And like, it's so confused. So the moderator's confused, the audience, confused. everybody's just like, Fuck, yeah. this happened. <laughs> and so literally the um the next question is also for him. Okay. The next okay. question from the audience. And it's a woman. Okay. It's a young woman, and she says, My boyfriend and I have an ongoing argument, and the guy's there. <gasps> okay. The boyfriend's there. And he's convinced that you only dated that fan as a publicity thing. And I think it was real. Who's right? Oh my God. And the moderator is like, that's a personal question. That's not about the show. Blah, 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 blah. And Mark is like, no, 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 no. I got this. <laughs> I have to make a public declaration real quick. Everybody sit down. Everybody sit down. <laughs> Here we go. Public declaration time. She's fucking awesome. I was really lucky to have dated her. I want her all the time forever. If she wants to be on every red carpet in the world with me, I would do it. And the woman's like, and he's like, does that answer your question? And she's like, um... Yeah, that, that does it. <laughs> that does it. That answers the question. <laughs> and he's like, it's not enough to make up for what I did. Yeah. But he wanted to prove. And this is the line. This is the line. Hey. Let me take your fucking genius. Whatever else he was, he wasn't her goddamn father. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So now <laughs> he's got her panel. <gasps> the interview summer. Yeah. The woman who plays the video. Right. And so she's late. The actress is late. And the actress runs in and she's like, I'm so sorry. Shit went down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he she basically fills her in. Right. Like she fills her in. And then she's like, and also there's an interview that's gonna be posted tonight or tomorrow. Oh and, my God. Yes. And she's like, just tell me what he said about me. And he's like, he said you're intelligent and you're gorgeous and your relationship is real and he's proud to be with you and he loves you and everything's fucking great. And so she's like, okay, okay, we should do this now. Okay, yeah, I'm panel. Yeah, yeah. And it's she time. does it. It's time. She, she does the panel. She Hell does yeah. it and she's professional and she gets her shit done. And then there's questions. Okay. And this girl stands up and she says, my question's actually for you. Oh, shit. And the people at the panel are like, I mean, it's up to you if you want to answer. Right, you, you know? are the and moderator. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it is, and it is a, and the, the, she is described as generously rounded girl. So we can assume that she's a plus size person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she says at the cast panel that just happened, Marcus said he wasn't with you as a publicity stunt. Uh -huh. And she's like, no, it wasn't a, a publicity stunt. And the girl goes, okay, good. So my question is, are you two still dating? And this is where I get all choked up. Oh my God. Because she says, are you still dating? Because it meant a lot to me to see you two together. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. So, I know. And so, she sees this girl, like, want to, like, believe that yeah, it's possible for because her. because representation matters. And so, she's like, listen, it's complicated. But if we do break up, it has nothing to do with how I look. Yeah. He wants me exactly as I am. Believe me, I know. No. <laughs> Yes. And so when she turns away from the audience, she looks at the edge of the stage and there he is. Oh, shoot. And his chest is heaving because he ran through the hotel and he sees her and he just mouths the word, I'm sorry. Oh. And she smiles and she goes, okay, Layla, the girl has a question. Yeah. Here's another thing. <laughs> If Marcus and I break up, it's not because I want to, and it's not because I don't love him, because I do love him. Of course I love him. He's talented, and he's smart, and he's curious, and he's all these things that nobody ever gets to see on screen. Oh, shit. And he's not perfect, and I'm not perfect, but he's a man, and he's a good man, and he deserves all the love he can handle. Oh, my God. I know. And then... It keeps going because then, <laughs> then he grabs the mic and is like, um, there's more. There's more. Um, do you mind? And the mod and the other moderator is like, no, no, it's okay. Keep it's going. fine. It's <laughs> fine. We're we're all here. Keep going. Edge of our he's seats. Just, he's just 
He's just thinking of the clicks, thinking of the clicks. (laughs) This is going to make so many clickies. (laughs) He's like, Layla, I love that they keep addressing poor Layla. (laughs) Layla, I just want to add a little something to that answer. Um, We're not breaking up. Not if I have anything to say about it. And then he's like, do I have anything to say about it? He's like, you do. do Yeah, you do. We are still dating. And then there's kissing. (gasps) Yes. The kiss was long. It was loving. It was fervent. It involved more tongue than was appropriate for an event advertised as family friendly. (laughs) And for Gods of the Gates fans, it was the kiss that launched a thousand new fix. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the end. And then there's an epilogue. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What happens in the epilogue? Are their parents um, still trash? It, Does it have to do with any of their parents or no? Listen, yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Their parents are, so their parents are still trash, but sometimes their parents are trying a little better. So they visit his mom and dad every few months. Okay. You know, they do a lunch and he says it's awkward, but not as painful. And oh, I think good. that's what's in Right. Because I think that it's good to understand. It's like sometimes you can just get to a place where you can be in the same room. Yeah. You can see each other. You can acknowledge that relationship, but it's, they're not going to be the people that you need them to be the same way. You're not the people they really want you to be. And yeah, but, but there's, there can be peace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's where he's at with them. And then if they find out that it was the asshole actor who was leaving everything, I it was always him. I knew it. But yes, why? For really? Redu- why? For a discount on his proteins. I, that fits so well. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And apparently when he stopped needing that much protein to work out and he cut off the guy, the guy admitted that it was him. <laughs> the whole thing with tuna. It's a whole thing with tuna. Oh, my God. That um, tuna subplot was so funny. Yeah. So that is how the tuna plays out. He has taken on his next project. Is he um, the is he the sex worker? Okay, it's a film. No, no, not not the sex worker. I was really looking forward to that. That she wrote for him. No. (laughs) That would be amazing. It wasn't. No, that was a real script. Oh, not the sex. Oh, no, the real script. No, no, no. He turned that down. He turned out all those scripts because they weren't really what he wanted to do. No, they weren't. He was resisting them for a reason. He is doing a film version for streamer of Virgil's (laughs) Inia. So it's the the real one. Oh, shit. And so him... And some of the co-stars are doing it together. <gasps> the real thing. The real thing. And he is producing it. He's producing it and he's in it. And it is the real, it's the absolute real thing. And his friends, his fans, his friends, his fans. Oh, that was parasocial. His fans, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> see. Listen, what's the difference the anymore? You know, TV are real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am normal. Um, they get stuck with him. So he did have his pick of quality roles, but he wanted to be like, I want to have more control behind the camera. I want to pick my projects. And, and he gets to film it in San Francisco. So, yes. And she started laughing the moment he told her, this is what I want to do. She started laughing. So she was crying and she's like, you know, this is basically, basically like a fix it arc. Yeah. For God of the gods. That's what you're yeah. doing. And he's like, Mm-hmm, that uh, is what I'm doing. Sort of. I guess. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, you are the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Aww. So, yes. Um, her mom and her are still, it, sometimes she has to hang up. Sometimes Good. she has to get up and walk away. I'm glad she does. But she's sticking it. Marcus is like, I wish she would just block her forever. Yeah. But it's not my call. Yeah. And so they're hanging in there um, as best that they can. But, you know, he does he's there for her he supports her he's by her side and that's the thing they're sort of just absolutely hanging in Mm -hmm. and then the big thing at the end is e wade the guy who wrote the original books okay (laughs) the guy emails him (gasps) and and he's like listen i heard your adaption of virgil's coming out soon and i want to congratulate you also you know i just want to go ahead and let you know that um yeah, I read fic. <gasps> I, I've read your fix. They're pretty good. They need more sex. Read your woman's fix too. <gasps> Those are great. Like he's just like I read all the fix. 
But more importantly, more thematically, not just for funsies, more thematically, he basically says, if you ever decide to write your own scripts, keep in mind that, yeah, we think that death and misery and all, all this stuff is more clever and more meaningful and more authentic to show than yeah. love and happiness. But life isn't all misery. Oh. And when you find the path through the miserable to the joy, that's meaningful work. Oh, yeah. So it's very, very, very sweet. And it's sort of, I assume, Olivia dates her mantra yeah. about why she writes the way she writes. Yeah. And yeah. And um, they play, you know, Little Red Riding Hood sex game. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I and love it. How did E. Wade know his handle? Did did that come out? That no, because come out. it uh, sort of all came out. It sort of all oh, it, it, okay. it sort of all spilled out over time. Okay, so, fair enough. Yeah, so you know, it ends with George R. R. Martin sending <laughs> a nice little note, which I think is adorable. <laughs> that is so cute. It's so good. It's oh so cute. my god! Oh my god! Yeah, like it is. It is a delight. It is a delight in so many ways. Right? Yeah. Um. It's just. It's interesting to me how much, like, I did a bunch. Of, I mean, this is a very popular book. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But I made the mistake of going on Goodreads. I don't know why I did oh. that. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and, and don't get me Again, don't get me wrong. It's 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 very popular in there, too. But the people who vehemently dislike this book, I'm like, oh, this was not meant for you at all. Okay. Right? Like the fan fiction of it all, uh-huh. the idea that it's too simple. Like, it's just this weird sort of thing of, you know, I always say, you know, we all know that not all books are all for all people. And I'm like, and that's yeah. Fine. This is a, if this book is for you, you should read it. Yeah. It's so good. And like, I think, <laughs> I think it might surprise you because it could be you for you for very random reasons. Yes. Like, you don't have to just go with the main themes and the main plot points. You you can come for the interstitials. You can come for the goddamn rock metaphors. Like yes. I you can come for the boundaries with your parents. Shit. No, it will fuck you up though. Like watch it. It will fuck you right up. <laughs> you know, the ideas the you can come for there's a million different things to come to this with. Yeah. And and yes, is Marcus perfect? Sure. Sure. In his ways, right? Sure. Fine. But yeah, that's, that's romance. Like, let's have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, this, uh, that, uh, it's so annoying. Cause like, yeah. Like, wh- why did they meet in the first? Why did he ask her on the date? It's romance reasons. Shut up. <laughs> it's romance reasons. I, yes. why, I don't know why. Why do you? Why did you put on those shoes? I don't know your life. Get out of her life. <laughs> also, I think it's really, really, really important for the fact that her weight never, ever, ever occurs to him <laughs> in his POV. Never. It's just that she's hot. Yeah. Because yeah, and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean he hot. doesn't. It, that, yes, and that doesn't mean that he doesn't describe the shape of her body that doesn't mean he doesn't say she leans on him um like she leans heavily on him he says all of those things because she he's describing the person he loves in in the physical world it just doesn't one of my one of my first adult boyfriends um said something to me that really did really positively affect the rest of my adult sex life which was he looked at me one day and he just said flat out he said tanya do you think the sheet is magic oh yeah because i was young yeah terrified i was fat yeah and i was doing the wrap the sheet around me when i got out of bed to go to the bathroom yeah yep yep and thank god he just said it because he was just like the sheet's not magic i know what your body looks like and I love it. I like your body. That's why yeah. we're in bed together. Yeah. And that's sort of like, to me, it's like what good representation does is remind you to get out of your own fucking head about yes. things like that. Yeah. And that's what this book is doing. And I think it's super, super great for those reasons. And it's well-written and it's fun as fuck and it's yeah. hot and it's close. And it's deep yeah. and okay. it's, ugh. Okay. Now, Speaking of, Tanya has many fix. Yeah. Oh my God, Tanya. Guys, I have so many lady loves. It's going to tell I'm you so about sorry. all the fix that that kiss Not launched. All of them. Not all of them, <laughs> but a few. Okay. Number one, we are going to start with a Jamie Lannister, Brienne 
fix it fix i need it in my life fucking awesome it's called pretty um it is by an author named astolot astolot i assume is how you pronounce it a-s-t-o-l-a-t it's on ao3 it is explicit um and i'm just going to read you the summary because it's only a couple of lines okay (laughs) why not a hook though brianne said and jamie followed her gaze to the golden hand covering a stump he paused and she added it's pretty but not much use is it uh-huh that is who they are in this fact oh she's just like she's like get a hook dude what are you Let's doing fight. like what are you, how are you gonna fight with the yeah golden stump what are you <laughs> and he and it is really about him realizing that you know the golden exterior not a thing not a thing he should be leaning on yeah she sees them for who he is it doesn't have the value he's always been told it has Yes, and it's smart, and it's funny, and it's very well written. Hard recommend on that. Nice. If you need a, how long is this thing? Oh, God. 30,000 word. Phew. There we go. Listen, I love, I'm a long fic reader. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first one. The other one is a fandom that I have fallen into that makes me so happy all the time, and that is, and you're really, I'm going to say this out loud to you I and to listener. It is Ted Lasso and Trent Krim. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that is grumpy sunshine magic. Absolutely. I'm sorry. And there is a fic called Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered by Mardia. And the premise of this fic is that the team starts winning like crazy in the premier league okay and the press box so where trent hangs out with all of his yeah, yeah, yeah. other the other press they slowly start to become convinced that ted lasso is a witch <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> it is so funny I cannot even tell you. It is fantastic. Um, hard recommend on that as well. I love it. Um, I yes. love it. So that the last rec I want to give is not a fic, but it is really important. Mary Warren runs Fat Girls in Fiction, mm. um, which is a romance page and of recommendations. She does all the social medias. She's also a writer. She recently wrote a book called a Highlander for Hannah. Mm. So you can, and oh my God, it's so cute. And she reviews books. She talks about representation and she talks about the fact that like her big thing is fat girls belong in all tropes. Yes. And she's fantastic. So please find her fat girls in fiction on Insta, on TikTok, on all the things. I love it. I met her at writers on the river last year and she's just super impressive and the work she's doing in the community is also super impressive nice so hard recommend for mary warren i love it yeah oh i love it what's your what's yours oh my god okay mine um okay i'm gonna finally do this one because i keep on bumping it for other lady loves mine is Mm -hmm. um this is a tweezer baby sorry shamae's here uh (laughs) hi shamae you got it remember when i said the one rule was no talking remember yeah, good job. No, it, it pulls my hairs out. Okay, so I have discovered a cropped sweater. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. I thought I wasn't a sweater person. <laughs> I have a really long torso. And yes. like, you know, I've, it's I've got really wide hips. You know, it's all the things that I just thought, like, it just was awkward, you know? And Michael got me a goddamn crop sweater for Christmas. And it's like, I mean, Where I thought. crop to? Like the navel. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I. It looks so cute on you. And then your legs look a mile long. Well, yeah. And I always wear like super high up to my boobs pants anyway. Like mm-hmm. that's just how it goes over here. That's what I find <laughs> comfy. And, um. And so, it, yeah, I, I didn't know. And it was one of those moments where, like, uh, totally different, like, different end of the spectrum, right? But the fact is we all have body issues no matter what. Yes. And mm-hmm. I've had a harder time since Valor was born just, like, just like living in my body again. The pregnancy was harder. 
like the postpartum was harder. Everything was harder. Thank you, baby. Um, she is more difficult as a child as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's how nature gets you. It's true. The first one's easy. That's true. God damn, Second I love her one. so much. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It was one of those moments where like it was this revelatory thing. And it was it was Michael's suggestion for his mom that she get me this particular sweater and so she got Mm -hmm. it for me and she was worried because she's a very thin person and she's very sweet and she's wonderful but she was like i don't know about melody's body in that short of a shirt what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. there you know and (laughs) i put it on and i felt like one million dollars oh good yeah and he was he was so sweet because he was just like yeah i knew you would rock that that's really that's really great. Mm-hmm. And he's got such a good eye. I don't know. Michael has a very good sartorial eye. He yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so a cropped sweater. If you think you're not a sweater person, think about a cropped one. That's Maybe cut the bottom so off stupid. is all I'm saying. I mean, take an old sweater, see what happens, right? Absolutely. Like, take a sweater that's long that you're ready to throw away. Yeah. That, you know, has a massive hole in it from that time. Yeah. And, you know, crop it and then see how you like it. Absolutely. That's the way you test some stuff out. And like, it doesn't matter if your body looks the same as it did when you were however old, you know, like in the days of yore, no matter what age you are. It don't. <laughs> it doesn't. Live in, like, I just, it doesn't. I'm, I'm finally figuring out how to live in the body that I'm in again. And it's wonderful. I mean, and the aging, aging and change. And, yeah. you know, in your case, childbirth, all these things, right? Yeah. They all affect us. And we have to get our, th- I think we have to get our thinking ahead of our aging process. Yes. Yeah. A little bit more, just as much as we can. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing to mourn. You're beautiful as no. you are right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be hot. Yeah, let's, let's be hot. Be, let's just be, be hot people. <laughs> we are fucking hot people. Oh my God. We have been hot people together before. We, we will have be hot people together again. Honestly. That's what we do. Honestly, if you've never seen Tanya and I uh, drunkenly walk through <laughs> New York being fucking hot people, uh, I'm sorry just, for you. Truly. just it, it, is, it is a strut of its own making. Oh my God. I should post the picture of that one. I should post some pictures from that one trip where we were singing on the subway. <laughs> Hammer Town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. That was pre kids. It was pre kids <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Valor Chen, please put that yeah. down. We will plan another day like that. So yes, please. Meanwhile. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I love you so I'm much. So, I love you so much. I'm so happy. I, I needed I, this. Thank you again for picking this book for me. This is the best thing you could have done. Oh my God. It was yeah. so fun. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yay. I'm off to read the other one. Same. I mean, first I have to finish mm-hmm. this one because listener, oh, Sonia, Tanya saved my ass today, but I cannot wait to actually read it with my eyeballs. Okay. Keeping a badass. And love yourself yeah. as much as you love jambalaya cheese. <gasps> oh my God. A shark coming out of the window <laughs> and just chomping that president in half. A unicycle. You know what? Your character growth can just be two wheels if you want it to two be. Two wheels. That's right. Two wheels. <laughs> Vampire Cleopatra. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, I love bye. you. Bye. <laughs> Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? 
If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.